We hear about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our show. Uh, uh, I'm getting a lot of people listening to the archives on the show, which is very good, because I know all of you don't have a chance to listen to us while we're live. Um, uh, but if, you, uh, if we can take calls today, if we have the time, you're welcome to call in with questions at 866-472-5792. Just don't try calling in while you're listening to an archive. You're not going to get my show. That's 866-472-5792. And um, I want to thank our sponsor, um, uh, Doctors Biome at doctorsbiome.com. Uh, this is a, an extremely important product for everybody to take. If you haven't heard or, or, or looked into it before, go to doctorsbiome.com and they'll tell you why this is the most important breakthrough in probiotics um, in, 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 in over a century. It's, cha- it's going to change the face of what probiotics can and can't do for you. If anybody listened to the report that was heard uh, about a week ago on 60 Minutes, uh, you'll learn why Doctors Biome is so important because all the negative things they said about probiotics in general have been overcome by Doctors Biome. Uh, They've taken um, all these objections to capsule powder and tablet forms of probiotics, even kefir and yogurt, and just made it amazingly amazingly beneficial with none of the negative things that you heard on the show on that show so and if you want to get a discount you can use our um uh coupon code that we give everybody on the show radio 20 at on on checkout radio 20 and you get not 20 dollars but 20 percent off your entire order remember nothing cheap is good and nothing good is cheap so you want to you, you want to use that coupon code to get a big savings, um, and then you can go on auto pay and get additional savings every single month. So they ship you automatically every month, and you'll never run out of it. It's something the whole family should be taking. So now we're getting we're going to get into our show because no matter how many minutes we get, it isn't enough. There's always so much to talk about, and even after we get past the um, uh, what uh, my guest is wanting to talk about today, there's a lot more that I can pull out of them, uh, you know, for everybody. Um, we have a very special guest again today. His name is Dr. Gary DeBrandt. He's a chiropractor. He's also certified as a nutri- in New York State as a nutritionist. He's a licensed clinical social worker. He's a certified traditional naturopath. He's a diplomat of the Shanghai Research Institute of Acupuncture, a diplomat of the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, a diplomat of the American Chiropractic Board of Nutrition. I can go on and on. I don't know how he had time to practice when he was getting all, <laughs> getting all his training, <laughs> but he is 
beyond qualified to help just about everybody. And he works with us in our Manhattan office um, doing all those things, which we don't do because all we do is intravenous ozone therapy, intravenous vitamin C, that's it. Now, Dr. DeBrandt is, you know, does, um, uh, I, I hate to use the word holistic because it's kind of old, um, but he does holistic functional health care, okay? And he's not a good chiropractor. I just want you to know that. He's not good at all. He's amazingly great as a chiropractor. I have to tell you because he has adjusted me and helped me over one of my chronic, chronic judo back problems, sciatica. And um, uh, without him, I wouldn't be sitting here comfortably right now. So he stopped being good years ago and became amazingly great back then. And, um, you know, so he'll, he does all our nutritional counseling. Uh, he, he does the natural medicine, the Chinese medicine, the homeopathy. He even does psychotherapy in the office as well. And he has an office out here in Long Island in Glen Cove for all of those of you who live out this neck of the woods been in practice for over 40 years so you're getting you're in the hands of someone who's not just a wonderful person but an extremely dedicated honorable and knowledgeable practitioner um, and today we're going to begin um, a whole series talking about chiropractic but also we're going to focus today on the adrenal glands so first let me welcome Dr. Gary DeBrandt hello Dr. DeBrandt Hi, Dr. Robbins. Pleasure to be with you. <laughs> and by the way, for Dr. DeBrent asked me before, just before the show began, should we call each other Gary and Howard? Well, we could, but I want you all to know that we have respect <laughs> for, for each other as professionals, and that's why you're going to hear us calling each other by doctor, but it's, it's in the office and, and on the phone, it's always Gary and Howard. So... Dr. DeBrent, <laughs> now that I've given you all this accolade, uh, let's, let's get right into things because you're going to find this show goes fast. Um, we're going to talk about the adrenal glands today. Without a doubt, they're probably the smallest, most two of the smallest, most important parts of our entire body. So what are the adrenal glands? Where are they found in the body? Yeah, you're absolutely right, Dr. Robbins. It's, um, it's what I think of them as, as two mighty small glands with a mighty big impact. And where they're located is they're, they're about the size of walnuts, and they're located on top of each kidney in your back, and they intimately work with the kidneys and the bloodstream, uh, both the incoming and outgoing parts of the bloodstream, to regulate, really, they're monitoring what's happening in the body, and they they really do a lot of things. I think for our discussion today, we're going to focus mostly on the part that has to do with stress and and how it relates to the body and the immune system. But the adrenal glands really are pretty powerful, and as part of the endocrine system, they're they're kind of my favorite glands to to be talking about. Well, when you say, uh, the, uh, I heard you say a part of, uh, of them, uh, you mean one function of them. I don't, I don't know, does the adrenal gland have separate portions that do different things, or is it just one gland secreting uh, you know, adrenal hormones that affect the whole body at one time? Yeah, there actually are different parts. Uh, there's the medullary part and the cortex part, and again, for our purposes today, because you said it so right, there's so much to talk about. 
um, we'll be talking more about the cortex part and the steroidal hormones and the hormones that come out of there like adrenaline, cortisol, DHEA, dehydroxyandosterone. Those are the, the places to focus on in regards to um, how they work with stress. Okay, so let's get into that. How, so how do the adrenal glands manage stress? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the words you're going to hear me talk about a lot during this is, is adapt um, and adaptogens. A- adapting is really principally what the, the cortex part of the adrenals are really doing. They're watching to see what the demands and needs are of the body at any given time. Um, we all know this. We don't talk about it in this when we think about adrenaline, but we've all had the experience of you're walking down the street and you hear a a screeching of a tire and you look up and you see that there's a car careening towards you. Well, you don't sit and think then uh, about too much. Your body reacts because it's producing a lot of adrenaline and it takes you out of harm's way. And when it does that, it's actively helping you to survive. And in its most primitive and most, if you think about all the way back with Cro-Magnon men and women, its most functional thing, the adrenal glands are there to help you live and to to thrive and survive, whatever the dangers and challenges are. And in that moment of that car coming towards you, once you get out of harm's way, your body just sort of calms itself down and resets. Everybody knows this when you've had a car accident uh, or something along those lines. You have that initial rush. Things may even seem like they slow down and you get out of harm's way, and then your body just sort of goes, and it it goes and resets itself. But that's a acute stressor, and that's very different than we're talking about chronic stress, which is the sort of stress that you have when you have something unremitting. Um, Obviously, right now, I can think very easily of the pandemic that we're in with the COVID-19 virus, but uh, any kind of chronic or long-standing stress produces a different response in the body. And that's where we get into some really interesting places with uh, weakening or challenging the immune system. Well, when you say chronic stress, uh, let me ask you, besides being worried, fearful, and concerned about everything the news media wants us to be worried, fearful, and <laughs> concerned about constantly, and... Um, you know, whether it be our politicians or whether it be the COVID virus. Um, A good question is, are there foods that stress our adrenal glands and are there foods that support the adrenal glands? Oh, my, yes. Um, And as you know, since I'm so dedicated to natural medicine, food is a huge place uh, to be looking at in terms of, of things that make the adrenal glands work better and other things that really detract from it. Sugar um, and simple carbohydrates are one of the things that I think really um, challenge the body. Obviously, we challenges our blood sugar in terms of hypo or hyperglycemia and diabetes. Uh, but in a more uh, fundamental way, if we're not nourishing our body with foods that keep our body in a blood sugar neutral place, it requires the adrenal glands, and, and this is really important. The adrenal glands' func- uh, functionality affects every single thing that we do. There's almost no tissue in the body that doesn't get affected. So if you're challenging your blood sugar and it's going up and down or spiking all the time because of, of, of sugar, your body, your adrenal glands have to work to try to regulate that, uh, that and to bring you back into homeostasis or equilibrium. So sugar is a bad one. Um, Coffee, some people, and, and um, caffeine, some people talk about how uh, 
a cup of coffee every day is a really good thing and there's some benefits for it. One of the things that's not so great about coffee is that it really temporarily stimulates the adrenal glands. And that's one of the reasons why people love it in the morning because we often wake up sluggish and, and not particularly functioning well. But the overall effect of it is that it actually drains energy out of the adrenal gland. So those are things that you really, you know, just off the top of my head, don't want to do a whole lot of because they challenge you and they challenge your adrenal glands to help you adapt. In terms of foods that are nourishing or, or good, um, this won't come as any surprise, but vegetables, um, particularly dark green leafy vegetables, have a lot of nutrients in them. Uh, green tea, even though it has some caffeine, has catechins in it that are really nourishing for the adrenals. Um, things that support your uh, body in, in that term, again, that I mentioned before, adaptogens are really critical and adaptogens are a huge, huge area to, to look at. There are things like um, Siberian ginseng or ashwagandha or holy basil, rhodiola. There's a list of them that's quite, quite impressive, and they all have individual and beneficial um, things uh, in order to be labeled an adaptogen. That's great. I have a question. Uh, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I guess that's my job today. Um, is there any form of sugar that is okay for people to take? Mm. Uh, that's a there toughie. are forms of sweeteners. I'm sorry? I said that is a toughy question because a lot of people yeah, will it, think, it, okay, it. it's okay to eat honey, you know, raw honey. It's okay to eat um, raw cane sugar if it's organic. Um, you know, th there's, there's a lot of people who are uh, under the impression that if it's organic, it's good and safe. And, um, you, know, uh, you know, if it's organic maple syrup, I don't know how you can make other than that, but, um, uh, <laughs> you know, right. is, are any of these, are, any, are there any natural sugars that are safe? And if not, people do need sweeteners. I kind of know a few, but I want to hear you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a really good question because that, that's a, a place where people get confused very easily and, and sort of trying to figure out what's the, the best strategy. I always think that you want to watch because of marketing and because of industry and they're really slick in the way they present things to try to make certain things acceptable. Organic maple syrup you mentioned or, oh, this product is, is completely natural. Um, I think sugar is sugar. Um, if you're taking it as a separate entity, you're putting sugar in coffee or you're baking with it or whatever, it loses a lot of the functionality and health qualities that it has if it's in a fruit or a vegetable, because then you've got the fiber, you've got the nutrients, the B vitamins, and the other things. When you take sugar by itself, it robs your body of B vitamins and strips your body down more, which again, if you remember what the adrenals are trying to do, they're actually trying to help you stay in equilibrium. That's a, a very important idea. When you take sugars uh, like regular table sugar or even a natural quote-unquote sugar like agave, you're actually challenging your body and not helping it so much. If I were going to go and say which ones are more acceptable, there are a few. Stevia, um, I think, is not challenging to the blood sugar, so it's one that I think people can tolerate and use fairly regularly. Monk fruit, which gets a lot of press right now, I think also has um, some of the same benefits. Uh, you have to deal with taste discrepancies and other kinds of things in terms of how sweet it is and what is an aftertaste with it. 
Um, some people have been identifying coconut sugar as one that doesn't really challenge the body so much. But you really, you really want to be careful because as soon as you take sugar out of where it naturally would occur in a fruit or a vegetable particularly, you're, you're putting the body under a certain degree of stress and making the body work harder to metabolize it. So some of the alcohol sweeteners that they make today, I can't do any of them. They, they upset my stomach. Yeah. I feel off when I take them. But there is one that I've been using for years that just when it's in its purest form seems to just be great and it has other benefits. Xylitol. Is xylitol okay xylitol. to use? Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you can tolerate it, and that's the point you just made, there's malitol, xylitol, erythritol. I mean, there's a lot of different sugar alcohols, which are all the ones with the OL at the end. And some people really have GI uh, problems, which you just mentioned. Uh, some people get gas. They, uh, they have uh, either diarrhea or constipation from it, or they just get a, an ache or a pain in their stomach. That's going to be a pretty individual call. Xylitol, mm -hmm. though, you're right, has a lot of really uh, good benefits, certainly for your teeth. Um, there's some other things that I think are, are probably uh, really quite good about it, if you can tolerate it. Some people right. will chew some xylitol gum, and they'll they'll it'll taste great. They'll feel like they got a little bit of a, a sweet taste, and yet they'll feel a little bit either headachy or nauseous after they have the gum. Or if you take it as a, a sweetener in something like a coffee or something else, they just won't tolerate it so well. So it's going to be an individual call there for people. Very good. Uh, we're going to go for to a break in a minute, and I just want to remind the listeners that the focus of our show is not just to tell you what the problems are, but to give you answers for it. So you can do something. Uh, people do like to do, you know, sweeten things. And if you want to sweeten something, at least don't sweeten it with something that's going to harm you. At least sweeten it with something that might be beneficial. So we're going to go to um, uh, one of our commercial breaks right now. Please stay with us. We're going to come back with Dr. D Gary DeBrand. We're going to talk about adrenal fatigue and how stress affects adrenals and adrenal burnout. Uh, stay, stay with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout.
You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Thanks for staying with us. And remember, we're on... um uh, archives within 24 hours so any of our shows just remember you can go back and look and listen and I'm uh, we're going to be taking on a new sponsor an additional sponsor to Doctors Biome uh, um, at, in August and our show is going to continue on the air for a very long time so uh, with our sponsors um, so we're talking with Dr. Gary DeBrent. We're talking about the adrenal glands. And what, we're, what I want to find out now, Dr. DeBrent, is every time you want to cross the street and suddenly the light changes and you have to run across, you get stressed. The adrenal glands secrete um, adrenaline. Um, and, and that's the flight or fr- uh, flight hormone. And this happens constantly. You worry about something, it gets, it gets secreted. How does stress affect our adrenal glands? What should people look for to know that their adrenal glands are are getting tired or if they're completely fatigued? Yeah, that's a great question, Dr. Robbins, because it really is where a lot of people live, so to speak. Um, I think what you're pointing towards is not only the, the acute stress, but the chronic stress, the people who are continually experiencing stress. So let's say you work in a job that you really don't like and you're in a career for 30 years. That's a chronic unremitting stress or we're living longer and we take care of elder care pa- uh, parents who may be sick or not able to care for themselves. That's a chronic stress. Or if you look at my own life, I have one child who is mild autism. That's a chronic stress. There's things in there that will have to be taken care of for a very long time. So when you start looking at chronic stress and the fact that you're producing other hormones besides adrenaline, you're producing cortisol, um, then you start to look at people going through stages, stage one, stage two, stage three of adrenal exhaustion or adrenal fatigue. And some of the things that you can really see in people, and I I always... um, question people when they come in and they're talking about being tired or not feeling themselves is uh, to ask them about patterns of sleep and patterns of energy through the course of the day. You'll often find people, and this is really kind of uh, indicative of it, you'll often find people that say, well, I wake up at at 7 o'clock, but I don't really feel like I'm awake until 10 or 11. I just sort of sleepwalk through the morning. Or you'll find other people who say, I'm all right. But about 2 o'clock to 3 or 4, I get this slump where I just feel like i got to shut down and close my eyes. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things are really indicative of a person who's in one of those levels of uh, adrenal fatigue. Then there's people with uh, sleep disorders. Some people have trouble going to sleep. Their mind doesn't want to shut off and they have a real difficult time with it. Or they wake up two or three times. Ostensibly, it might be to go urinate, but they can't put themselves back to sleep because their mind goes on like a computer screen. Or the person who tells you, well, no, I sleep all the way through the night, doc, but um, I don't really feel so good when I wake up. And the question then is, well, do you feel like you could just keep sleeping? And they go, oh, yeah, I feel like I could sleep three or four more hours. But the thing is, I wouldn't really feel like I was rested then anyway. 
So those are some of them, but there's a, a lot of other ones. My gosh, cravings for salt and sweet are indicative often of adrenal fatigue. Lightheadedness when you get up from a sitting or a lying position. Uh, you, you get up, but you feel like you're going to pass out or fall over a little bit because you're having trouble coming to equilibrium at that point. Increased PMS um, or menopausal symptoms. I get a lot of women who have actually gone through menopause, managed that process, but their menopausal symptoms get worse with time, not better. So you have somebody who's 60, went through menopause at 50, and is actually suffering from hot flashes now and didn't when they had menopause. That's a classic of adrenal fatigue. Um, increased uh, al allergic responses is a huge one. Uh, and weakened immune systems. You find people who never had allergies but come in and say, you know, I'm having allergies and I never had allergies before. That's a real maladaptive problem with the adrenal glands. And then, of course, the big one, which is a decreased ability to handle immune uh, stressors. So you get people with, you know, who are concerned about getting the COVID virus, Dr. Robbins, and you find them, the, the real people are the ones with pre-existing conditions. But another way to look at this that's even before that is these are people who have had adrenal fatigue for a long period of time and their bodies have stopped working so well to adapt them to those kinds of uh, demands. So other than breathing and vision, what doesn't the adrenal glands affect? It seems like there isn't anything that's going on that it isn't going to have an effect on. So, um, yeah. yeah. Well, really, it's it's that bad. Um, what if you had a list? I just want everybody to get it clear. What would be the, the if? Just give a quick list, bullet point like, on what to look for to know that your adrenal glands. Are, are, are having a problem and you're in trouble? Well, those, those sleep disturbances are big. Um, the uh, slump in the energy during the course of the day or feeling like you need another cup of coffee or some other stimulant to get you going in the morning are huge. Uh, the cravings are really particularly big for salt and crunchy things. It's amazing how many people want to eat salt because salt temporarily stimulates the adrenal glands. So you get like a, another way to boost them. Um, and uh, really, uh, people who have allergic responses um, and can't seem to quench or put down the inflammatory responses in their bodies. Most of these things are about increased inflammation in one way or another. And the adrenal glands help to regulate inflammation, but they can't anymore. So that's where you're going to see it is increased inflammation. Okay, so you just said a key word there before when you said taking salt to boost them. Um, what can you take to boost your adrenals and give yourself some more adrenal uh, gland health and, and support them? Uh, this is where it, it gets a little tricky uh, because you really want to understand if you're in phase one, phase two, or phase three because there are different adaptogenic herbs that you want to use, but you don't kind of want to use some in the first phase because that first phase is what I call tired but wired. So it's the person who walks in and says, you know, doc, I, I feel like I just got to keep going. And if I just work harder and everything, but I'm tired all the time. If you give them more of a stimulatory adaptogen, maybe something like an ashwagandha or something like that, it isn't necessarily the best thing at that moment to give them that. You would want to give them a different one as you would if you're in phase two, which is more of a, the wheels are starting to come off. You're really wearing down. This is a person who walks in with chronic fatigue and hasn't been able to really do what they need to do. 
or in stage three, where you're really struggling basically to just function at all. You get up and can sit in, in the chair for four hours and, and not really think anything of it. This is just sort of like how you're, how you're doing things or a person who sleeps 12 hours a day and just doesn't feel like they, they're rested at all and could go right back to sleep. So you want to you want to target different things for different ways, but then of course you have to know where they are in that process. Okay, so now we're going to get into something that uh, that's quite extensive. Uh, we have about ten minutes uh, before we go to our uh, next uh, uh, and last commercial break. Um, it's clear to me if from what you just said, and I hope to the listeners. This isn't something anyone can easily do on their own. This is something where most people really should get and need professional guidance. Um, I know we're in a day and age where people like to go on YouTube and say, here's how you test yourself for phase one adrenal burnout or something. Uh, you know, a lot of the people that post things uh, on there are knowledgeable, but a lot of them can make mistakes. If they're not professionals dealing with this all the time, a lot of the things that you can see there may sound right, but could be wrong. And they like to always say, well, Dr. So-and-so does this and that, but they're not the doctor. Uh, they're just trying to support people and help people, but often with misinformation. So you've got to be real careful. Now, I know in your office, um, because I had you do it to me, um, uh, there's um, a computer system that you use that helps analyze what's going on in the body. And I've been doing functional medicine since the 1970s. And when computers finally did become available for people, a lot of different companies came out with a lot of different computer systems, mostly just to sell the products uh, to doctors, um, you know, who would then, you know, check you out and say, well, this is what the computer says and buy product A, B, and D, and this is going to fix your body. And a lot of these things are around for a short period of time, and then they're gone. One of them that seems to be valuable and, and has been around for a while is the uh, Zyto Bioresonance Scan. Tell, me, tell us all about, about that, its value, how it works, uh, what you can get out of it. Uh, that that uh, first part you said, particularly about uh, working with somebody who knows what they're doing in this, I think is incredibly important because you do get a lot of people w w walking into the health food store or some other place and saying, oh, this says vitamin C or this says this, I'll, I'll get it. Um, we really want to be a little bit more specific with people, and that's where the Zyto Bioresonance Scan comes into it because it's a non-invasive way to look inside the body, basically. It, I think of it as medicine of the future, but here now. Um, we don't need to invade the body all the time to find out and to ask questions in a similar sort of way as when you maybe took a polygraph test, or we all remember those from the movies, where you put your hand, uh, you know, they put the electrodes on your hand and they measure galvanic skin response. So we're measuring in, the, in a Zyto test uh, very small microscopic, changes in the body when we stimulate it with a small electrical current, which you don't even feel. Um, and it's basically creating a dialogue with the body. We're interviewing, we're asking questions, we're probing to get information about the function of the body. And depending on the scan, and I've developed my own scans because I'm an expert in this, 
uh, I've got 12 different ones, depending on what we're looking for, we can ask questions about the immune system, we can ask questions about the hormone and endocrine system, the GI system, the detoxification pathways, but particularly in regards to the adrenals, they provide a very valuable uh, set of information because they will prioritize what it is that your body is most concerned with now and yet look deeper in and say, these are the things that have been your body's been struggling with. Let's say it's adrenal fatigue or viruses or bacteria or funguses, um, and you have chronic residual um, uh, problems in these areas. And, and remember this, if you do have a virus or you have Lyme disease or something like, uh, like you're dealing with on a chronic level, your body is constantly being called to adapt and to, to deal with it. And so the adrenals, by definition, will be involved and will be struggling, depending on on the level of that. And we see that now with post-COVID patients as well. And you see this in the office, I know, because we've talked about it. You have people with chronic problems, brain dysfunction, um, energy depletion, uh, neurological deficits. There are people who are going to be struggling with this for years, if not their entire lifetime. The Zyto is a very unique in the sense that it can really ask those questions about what is the matrix, what's the sort of uh, look in and see what's happening behind the scenes in a person. And it gives us an, an energetic imprint, if you will, about what to do because it gives us very concrete suggestions about what to take in terms of nutraceuticals or uh, nutrients and then also kinds of things like whether it's breathing exercises, qigong, ozone, whatever it is, it'll actually give us more information about the processes necessary to bring this person back into balance. Now, in all fairness, while nothing is 100%, uh, I always tell patients, any doctor that says 100% leaves skid marks out of their presence because nothing is ever <laughs> going to work for everybody. What would you say the, the accuracy of the Zytus scan is based on your experience now using it for so many years? Well, it, it, it's an interesting question because it raises things like if people are coming in and thinking, I want a silver bullet for this problem. I have Lyme disease. I want to take one thing and be done with it. I think that they're already misconceiving of what exploration into what's going on inside your body is really about because none of these things happen in a vacuum. We don't have a virus in a vacuum. We don't get, have Lyme disease in a vacuum. There are often co-conspiring, conspiring, I don't know, I'll have to say that word, um, conspiring to work with other things that are happening in your body at the same time. So you see somebody with Lyme disease, they may have Epstein-Barr virus, they might have cytomegalia, they might have herpes, they might have, you mean, there's so many. And so we want to realize that when you get the information from a Zytoscan, you're going to be getting a broad broad look at what's happening with some specific suggestions about how to bring that person back into balance. I can tell you, I've done work with people where I've identified specific toxins that are in their body that I wouldn't know from a, a, a hole in the head. They were very specific to what their occupation was and what they were doing. And we charted the course for them about how to help remove them from their bodies. I can tell you that we found uh, traces of, of those kinds of things I just mentioned, Lyme or other chronic diseases that have really become low-level persistent immune dysregulators. But there's also times when you see people who walk in and 
They have some things that need to be covered, like peeling the first layer of an onion off. They have sinus problems or they have allergic problems, and yet there are deeper things, deeper in the tissue, that will be revealed as we work together and clear up those first initial levels. So I think it's very accurate to answer the question, but not always if people want to come in and say, I've got COVID, I want this, or I've got a Lyme disease, I want that, and I want to get it over with. We have to help educate people at those moments to realize that we're taking care of an entire body and an entire being, not a collection of symptoms. Well, that's where we work synergistically together because intravenous ozone therapy is more not fast. And there's, I always say with natural medicine, it, it's safe but slow. SNS, safe but slow. Uh, there, there's no instant fixes. Uh, it's not easy to fix a body instantly without taking risks, which is what pharmaceutical medicine does. Um, we're going to come up to a commercial break in a minute, but I just want to ask you, how long, when a person does their first scan and you put them on products, how long should they stay on these products before you retest them again? Because I would imagine retesting is important to see if you need to do something different. Absolutely. You're exactly uh, spot on. I think um, it depends on what they present with and, of course, the acuteness of it or if there's an, a kind of critical situation. We might go back and test then after a couple of weeks. But typically, if somebody's there and they have some long-standing problems that they're trying to resolve, I like to go back and test in about two months. So we, we want to respect the fact that the body is going to have to work on this for a while and it's going to need encouragement through ozone therapy, through chiropractic, which really helps with the adrenal glands as well, and or lymphatic drainage or other techniques that we use in the office. Um, so we want to give the body a chance to reboot and re-regulate. You didn't get to something like adrenal fatigue, particularly if you're further along into a two or three. You didn't get there overnight. And you're certainly not going to resolve it in a, in a short period of time. That, however, doesn't mean you won't feel better and have an, an increase uh, in terms of energy or feeling uh, quite remarkably different in a short period of time. We've seen results with people with adrenal problems in, in as little as um, a week uh, where people are up and running, literally up and moving when they haven't hardly been walking before. That's great. Right, we're going to go to our commercial break right now. Everybody stay with us, uh, Dr. Gary DeBrandt and I, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. 
Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody, and thanks for staying with us. Um, t- we're talking with Dr. Gary DeBrant. We've been talking about um, the adrenal glands today. Um, and um, there's, another, there, there's another problem we have in New York State uh, that other states don't have. Uh, and that has to do with various ways to test other than something like Zytoscan. Um, uh, saliva testing and hair analysis and things like that new york state itself frowns upon while we in the functional medicine world realize the benefits uh what about adrenal saliva saliva testing has that how much value does that have oh i think for me it's it's an excellent uh, form of testing because it gives you more than just a blood test it gives you a pattern of what's actually happening with the adrenal glands and the hormones they secrete. So it measures cortisol, DHEA, and in doing so, it helps you to see the arc of what's happening because these hormones are not level throughout the entire day. There's an actual um, pattern that you can see, and when the pattern is distorted and you get that when you do four samples of an, uh, through an adrenal test, you get to really see the pattern and see the level of dysfunction. So, and it's very easy because people can do it at home and then ship it off. And we carry these kits in my office. And then we get the report back in a, about 10 days and we can look very carefully at the particular um, pattern, which may be very uh, unique to the individual. And uh, then it helps you to target with the R skill as a practitioner, of course, helps you target where you're going to make an intervention. <clears throat> and how you're going to uh, move forward with that person. What kind of adaptogens you're going to use? Is it exercise they need or is it relaxation? Is it yoga or is it running? You know, we really need to know more about where that person is actually in that adrenal issue in order to be able to guide them because as you put before, too many people go on the internet and get a lot of information, some of which is maybe very good and most I find that can be more damaging than helpful. Well, that's where that's what I'm going to get into now uh, with you. A um, uh, lot of a lot of listeners to shows like this will now go. Well, I've got an adrenal problem. I better do something about it. And they'll go and do their homework and their due diligence online and learn a lot about it. And I always say, if you see a whole bunch of websites and people who seem to be knowledgeable doctors whatever talking about something and they overlap they many of them say the same things and suggest the same things it's probably something that might be good to do however they then go to the health food store 
and they and 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 now they have to choose which products to get and you know which ones to buy and sometimes people will buy by price not by quality and then they go and get professional advice from the most astute professional person you could ever hope to imagine the checkout counter man or woman and it seems like because they stand at the register these people are supposed to be medical professionals who you can get advice from as to which product to buy or which ones you should use or how to treat yourself and they seem to be very happy to give out this kind of advice i think that's maybe why they took the job so let's talk about chiropractic how does chiropractic help in this area because chiropractic is not just for back pain as I've been telling my patients. Uh, if you don't have the right nerve stimulation to all your organ systems, how do you expect your body to work correctly? So let's talk about how chiropractic fits into uh, helping the adrenals and other problems in our body other than the mechanical injuries. Yeah, the uh, chiropractic I think is a tremendous force because it involves the nervous system and if you want to look at a master control system for the body it's the nervous system it's where your nerves uh, go and come from they come out of the spine they go to all the organs everything whether it's your thyroid gland your adrenal gland your kidneys your liver your heart so every time somebody puts their hands on you to deliver a chiropractic adjustment yeah we can of course talk about it from a pain angle but we'd be missing the far greater benefit of chiropractic which is to reset your nervous system a reset nervous system means that you're intact and functioning. It's like a, a car running on all cylinders. You're going to be able to handle whatever is coming at you in the way of stressors, uh, poor eating choices, having to work long hours, physical uh, damage to the body, you get in an accident or something like that. Your body is going to be able to neurologically and from a nervous system standpoint be at its peak at all times. That's why you have people get off of a chiropractic table and say they may have come in for pain, but they'll say to me, you know, I've been noticing my allergies are better or my asthma doesn't seem to be bothering me anymore. Or, you know what, my digestion is better. I'm, I'm going to the bathroom again. Could that have anything to do with, with getting adjusted? And the answer is yes, 100%, 1,000% over. Chiropractic is one of those places that has immediate and tangible benefits and then underneath that, long-term benefits for restoring function to a person who may be experiencing a decrease in function and just think maybe, oh, this is age or this is just who I am. Well, I want to remind the listeners that all doctors are not created equal. Just because you went to school and you get a degree, it doesn't mean you're a bad doctor uh, or a good doctor. It doesn't, that, that, medicine is an art as much as it is a science. You can't just learn to do things in school. Uh, some people have um, a calling and an ability to do it better than others. And a lot of people will tell me, well, I went to a chiropractor and he didn't help me or she didn't help me or, oh, it hurt me a lot. Um, there are gentle forms of, of chiropractic. Can we talk? We have a couple more minutes. Let's talk about the way you do things because the way you do things is far more gentle than I, I, I know some chiropractors uh, work. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I've always felt like engaging with somebody's body to deliver an adjustment or to handle a body or to touch a body, it, it's, it feels like there has to be a respect. Um, for me as the practitioner, I want to invite and engage 
with a person's energy and their, their, what's going on in their bodies. And I have very sensitive hands for whatever it's worth. My mother used to tell me I gave the best massages when I was five. So I just came from a long, you know, history of, of putting my hands on people and sort of knowing where to go with it in terms of creating a shift. So I employ a lot of, of things, cranial sacral work, sacral occipital technique, other things that involve almost no movement at all on some level. They're holding points and channeling um, a, a shift in the nervous system from doing it from a very gentle place. And sometimes people, uh, somebody just said this to me yesterday, actually, some uh, person said, I feel like I'm actually growing on the table. I feel like I'm lengthening because I'm relaxing. My whole body just feels like it's moving in a different way. Even on the table, I can feel that. Well, that's a, a, something that I sort of think is a wonderful response because that person was able to really feel the shift in energy. All I was doing was holding points under her ox, put the base of her head, and doing a technique to balance out one side to the other. So when you do those kinds of softer, more gentle techniques, not only can you work with people who are you know, in their 90s or babies or young children, but you can work with people who uh, have had trauma in their bodies who have had psychological or physical trauma and really can't take a lot of pressure or a lot of, of um, movement that's very uh, directed or dynamic, but you can help them feel safe and you can help their bodies relax into the healing process. When we relax and when we breathe and when we restore our capabilities to sort of allow the body to um, move gently into healing, very profound things happen. And that's been my experience all along as a healer in, in every sense of the word, putting my hands on people. It's not about uh, getting the biggest quote-unquote pop. It's about helping a person move into their best place that they can heal because the healing is going to happen within them, not, not me doing something to them. Now, a lot of people who come in with problems, uh, you know, and I've learned this over the years, if they don't get, you know, we're a society of wanting instantaneous help. And when you have inflamed nerve tissue or inflamed anything, uh, tissues that are in spasm, uh, if they don't walk out feeling completely better, 100%, uh, they figure, well, this isn't going to work for me. Um, most often, I've seen people need time to understand that nerve tissue takes time to calm down. Um, when, you, um, when you start working with people, how often do you recommend chiropractic treatments in general for uh, the first few weeks? And then how do you, or do you taper off from it then? Absolutely. I think it's really important in the beginning for just the reasons you were mentioning uh, in order to stay really closely in touch with a person and the changes. Um, I need to see as a practitioner what's actually happening in their body and what they're holding, what they're doing with the shift and the energy as it happens. So I'll want to see them several times in, the, in a week. Um, and then as they progress and stabilize and the inflammation that you were mentioning begins to recede and their function begins to come back, then we can actually taper off. But this is where my work as a nutritionist and uh, somebody who works with the adrenal glands uh, really matters because if you complement the adjustments with nutritional advice and with supplementation to help strengthen and decrease immune response, but strengthen the body's ability to rehabilitate itself, you get faster results. So you get people who will come back and say, you know, you know, it took a, a little bit of time, but I'm really feeling different now. 
And then, of course, we can move to, if they want, to deeper levels of what it is that might have been underlying and causing the inflammation, the spasm in the tissue, the pain in the neck, the uh, short leg where they're walking, where they feel like they're out of balance, or the headache or whatever it is that they're coming for, what might be underneath that that might be driving it. And that often yields really interesting results because, as we all know, people are are a a lot more than just the the symptom, the tip of the iceberg that they walk in with. Um, Nine-tenths of the iceberg is hidden under the water, and we're just looking at that one-tenth when we first see them. Right. Well, we're just about out of time now, so I'd like to... Dr. DeBrent, how can people reach you if they have questions? Um, uh, you know, how do they contact you now? Let's give them all the information, but whether it be internet, telephone numbers, etc. Well, it's all of those things. So people can reach me on my website, which is drdbrant.com. So that's drdebrant.com. Actually, there's an adrenal quiz that if people have some interest in taking, it's on the website. You can get a little self-evaluation tool to see if adrenal issues might be something that you're working with. So that's there, and that's drdebrant.com. Or they can also call the Healing Center in New York and Manhattan at 212-581-0101. My extension is 701. So that's 212 212- Five eight one zero one zero one, and my extension is seven zero one. And they can also reach me in Glen Cove at five one six six zero nine zero eight nine zero. That's five one six six zero nine zero eight nine zero. Or they can email me at Doctor DeBrant. That's Doctor spelled out D O C T O R DeBrant D B R A N T at gmail.com. So it's drdebrandt at gmail.com. Dr. DeBrandt, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, this, was, this was a great show and on a, an extremely important topic. Uh, I want to tell everybody, please tune in to us next week. We have another special guest from Washington, D.C. Dr. Mines is going to be on. Um, uh, she's amazing. She's an amazing woman. With an amazing medical practice, you're going to get all sorts of wonderful things uh, from her next week. Um, remember to use Doctors Biome. Go to Doctors Biome, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E.com. Remember to use the coupon code RADIO20 at checkout so you get 20% off. Um, I also want to thank... My, um, uh, my executive producer, Tacey Trump, no relation to the president, who's just absolutely wonderful. <laughs> and uh, in studio, our, um, uh, our engineer, Andrew, who does a, a, a wonderful job. A lot of times the, the people don't remember the people who are behind us who are making all this work uh, work so well. Um, if you need to call me, you can call me on uh, at my office at 212-581-0101, 212-581-0101, or you can email me with people you'd like to see on the show, ideas and or questions you have about any of the stuff we've spoken about. And my email address is ozonedoctor at yahoo.com, O-Z-O-N-E. D-O-C-T-O-R 
at yahoo.com. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe and stay healthy. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week. 